Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings, everybody. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dead Man Horror Show. I'm your host, Mr. Dead Man. And uh, tonight's episode, uh, this episode you're listening to now, is sponsored by uh, those pills you take to make yourself happy, to keep that depression away. You're going to need that after this episode. If you don't want to take those, that's okay. If you'd like to drink, you're going to need that too. Whether it be something hard like whiskey or something like beer, like this here Lone Star, you're going to need it. Because tonight... We're talking about those that murder in the name of Satan. We're going to cover some things, some stories that are very real. No, no uh, little tells here tonight. Real stories. And these real horrific stories are going to be very brutal. So if you don't like that sort of thing, well, first off, you're listening to the wrong show, watching the wrong show. So, uh, you know, look elsewhere, I suppose. But if you like that sort of thing, just, you know, stay tuned. Um, let me ask you, do you believe in Satan? I mean, regardless of how you answer that, regardless of how you feel about Satan and whether or not he exists, uh, the people we're talking about tonight do believe he exists, and they killed for him or were led to kill for him. That's according to their own statement or from family members. I know there's people who kill in the name of God, but here, you have people that kill in the name of the Dark Lord of Beelzebub, of Satan. All right, let's start this episode off with a mom that is willing more than willing to throw her son under the bus for being a dirty devil worshiper. Let's start this off here. By the way, if you're watching this live, thank you so much. Say something in the chat too, you know. If you're watching this afterwards, let me know in the comments section what you thought about this. All right. Okay. And also let me know of other stories, other situations where people have done some horrible things in the name of Satan. Um, recent examples would be great. You know, there's uh, classic examples, but we're looking for recent examples. Okay. So this story is titled, This Mom, Son, Killed Friend After Worshipping the Devil. This comes from ABC 13. It is a Houston publication, a Houston uh, news thing. Um there's a follow-up to the death of a 16-year-old in the southeast Houston. Ryan Roberts' body was found Tuesday morning by EquaSearch volunteers in a wooded area near Holmes Road. He texted me when he was on his way home and said, Mom, I'm running late. I have a substitute bus driver. Mother, Christina Robert, said. She says 
She knows who killed her son. And that person was a friend of Ryan. So much for a friend. The mom said, we fed him. He slept here. He basically lived here most of the time. ABC 13 found the mother of the friend who Ryan's mother claims killed her son. And that mother told eyewitness news that her son killed Ryan in a satanic act. In a satanic act. She goes on to say, I didn't raise him like that. He watched the Dead Men Stone podcast or the Dead Men Horror Show. No. I didn't raise him like that. As a child, he was born and raised in the church home. The mom said. She says her son started drawing devil pictures, killed the family pets, and started worshiping Satan. He doesn't believe in God. He believes in the devil, she added. Well, technically, if you believe in the devil, you you sort of actually, in a way, believe in God. And if you believe in God, you you have to believe in the devil. Uh, You don't have to worship them, but I just want to clarify that, uh, that thing there. She says she signed her son into the psych ward at Bin Top. She also says detectives came by her home Tuesday, by which she wasn't there. She expects her son to be arrested for Ryan's murder at any time. He did the crime. He needs to do the time, she said. It sounds cliche, but that is what she said there. You feel completely convinced that your son killed this woman? The woman's son? Chauncey Glover asked. Yes, I am. My heart goes out to her, she replied. Uh, I guess I have to say here, no suspects have officially been named in this case. We'll follow up on this, see if there's anything that comes out. Uh, Maybe, probably not. It's a Houston news story, so there's probably going to be very little follow-up at all. But what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Supposedly, this friend of Ryan was worshipping Satan. Was had killed the family pets and then killed his friend. Killed his friend. That's pretty hardcore. That's pretty hardcore, right? You would say? One would say. One would say. There might be that one pro, like, Satan supporter. That, that might be that one guy, but like, yeah, he probably did. Like, as if it's a good thing. I doubt that, though. I've heard that the Church of Satan, or uh, the Satanic Temple, isn't really too keen on these stories, that it it poisons the look of Satanists. Well, I mean... <laughs> is it? I mean, do they have a good look? Wow. We'll get into that more in this episode. One of the stories we're going to talk about is there is a an elementary, a grade school after school club in the name of Satan. 
And how is that going down? Well, we'll get into that. But first, let's talk about this story here. Uh, This mom decapitates six-year-old son and dog. Claims the devil was speaking to her. Like I said, you're going to need a strong drink. You're going to need some really strong whiskey there. Okay? All right? (laughs) This is a doozy. All right, the story here, news article. And this is from Fox 19. Fox 19 now from, uh, looks like Kansas, uh, Kansas City, uh, Missouri. Okay, all right. Uh, Police say a mother decapitated her six-year-old child and the family dog Tuesday night in Kansas City. Which one's worse, the dog or the child? I have to ask. According to... KCTV police received a call late Tuesday night from a woman saying that she was concerned someone was trying to harm her. Okay. All right. The woman told police she believed the devil was trying to attack her. She denied having any mental illness and hung up the phone, officials said. Police then went to the home for a welfare check and found blood leading up to the front door. Officers could hear a woman singing inside of the residence. Singing. Like joyfully. I added that there, but singing. Okay, singing what? I'm kind of curious what song she was singing. As they knocked, the woman sang even louder. Oh, great. Um... In the chat or in the comments section, let me know what song you think she was singing there. I'm very curious, very curious about that. One officer looked inside the house and saw the child's severed head. You see that, and what do you do? Let's back this up. You see blood going to the door, and you see you're you're a cop. You're going for a welfare check, and you see blood going to the door, and you hear singing inside. What are you thinking? What 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 what's the first thing that comes to mind? And you look inside the house, goes through a window, and you see a child's severed head. What do you do then? A child's severed head. At that point, police forced their way into the home's back door. They found the woman, identified as 35-year-old Tasha Hayes, Hayes, okay, with blood on her legs and feet. Beyond the kitchen, officers located the body of the decapitated child. Gruesome. Barbaric. Satanic. Done. Why was this done? Well, we'll get to that, won't we? According 
according to the Jacks. Oh, the police said they also found a decapitated dog in the basement. So not only did she decapitate the the son, but the dog. According to the Jackson County uh, Prosecutor's Office, AFS told detectives that the victim was her biological child and admitted to killing him. AFS has been charged with first-degree murder and armed criminal action. But she claimed she did this because the devil was trying to attack her. Because the devil was speaking to her. There's but the recent news of that that fashion uh, designer, which you know what I'm talking about, uh, Belsianga, whatever. There's a, I don't want to even get that name right. I butchered that name on purpose. They did. They deserve no respect. But the name of Satan has been coming up in the news lately, and some people joke and dismiss it quite a bit. Maybe I. Maybe you could say I was doing the same in this. This very episode, this very broadcast, but you know what is this here? Is this real? Where the devil is speaking to certain people and getting them to act out? I mean, she claims she has no history of mental illness, but of course, that's her own account. That could very well be just a lie and a massive one at that. It gets even more bizarre. We're just getting started. The next story, the next story takes us to a whole other degree. Not as barbaric as decapitating a six-year-old son and dog, but a satanic ritual was performed. These are real stories. This stuff happens. Killing in the name of Satan. Doing these barbaric acts in the name of Satan. This story comes from Law and Crime. Satanic Texas man killed woman, then removed and left her fingers, toes, and ears in bag between her legs. A 26-year-old Texas man was arrested this week for allegedly killing a 36-year-old woman by bashing her head in with a rock and then dismembering her as part of a sacrifice. Ethan Kyle Myers. Now, if there's ever a good name for a horror movie villain, it would be Ethan Kyle Myers. can't think of anything but something sinister. Ethan Kyle Myers. Anyway, continue on. Ethan Kyle Myers was taken into custody on Sunday and charged with evading arrest and murder in the death of Sarah Hobson. Two others, Alan Price and Teresa LeVere, were also arrested in connection to Hobson's death and charged with one count each of tampering, fabricating physical evidence with the intent to impair 
a human corpse. So he had some assistance. It wasn't a one-man job. Deputies with the Shelby County Sheriff's Office at approximately 4 p.m. on November 13 responded to a request for a welfare check on an individual at a home located at 3600 block of County Road in Joaquin. Upon entering the residence, first responders on the scene discovered Hobson's lifeless body inside, SCSO Public Relations Officer Leah Chase said in the press release. According to a probable cause affidavit obtained by Nacogdoches CBS affiliate, Nacogdoches had a couple uh, had a couple girlfriends back there. Hmm. Police say that the that Price Levere on Sunday went to the sheriff's office and requested the welfare check, telling deputies that they believe Ethan Myers had done something to her, to Sarah Hobson. Oh, really? Tell me more. They reportedly said that Myers had been staying at their home and began acting strange before fleeing the house. Myers was reportedly covered in blood. Prince and Levere also noted that they had not seen Hobson in more than a day. Well, it sounds like they had a, a sting of... Uh, um, what's that? The conscience was speaking to them, I suppose. Regret. After all, if... If Myers was at the home and he was bloodied, hmm, they probably know really what happened, didn't they? Let's read on. Price reportedly said that Myers had been involved in cult activity. Getting interesting, isn't it? The deputies that discovered Hobson's body reportedly found that all of her fingers, all of her fingers and toes have been removed along with both of her ears. The removed body parts were reportedly found inside of a clear freezer bag. I wonder what brand he used. Was it the store brand or was it a high quality brand? Removed body parts reportedly found inside of a clear freezer bag and have been placed between Hobson's legs. Her fingers, all of her fingers and ears in a bag between her legs. They take this time and ask you guys what sort of satanic ritual do you think Myers was trying to perform here? I don't know much about satanic rituals. I know a little bit about witch uh, rituals, Wiccan stuff. But putting all the digits and ears between the legs, what is that supposed to do? I could think of some things that would be like sexual innuendos that probably would not be appropriate and all that. I, I couldn't imagine that he's trying to have her suffer to be fingered in uh, for all eternity. Uh, I know, probably went too far with that comment, but what was it? As gross as that comment was, it's nowhere near as gross as the actual crime. The actual crime is barbaric. 
Goes on to say she also appeared to have sustained a large impact wound on the right side of her head. Later that day, investigators reportedly spoke with Myers' mother, and she said that Myers told her that Hobson had asked him to sacrifice her, and he did as she had asked. Well, the mother also reportedly said that Myers hears voices and is satanic. Like, did that just roll off so easily? Did that roll off her tongue so easily there? Like, did, did the police or the investigators have to pry for that information, or did it just come very freely? Oh, my my little Myers, he hears voices in his head. Uh, he's a tinsy-wincy, a little satanic, just a little bit, okay? You know, there's certain situations like this where it's like, it would be interesting to actually get the police report, wouldn't it? To see what they wrote on the report. What didn't make it to this, uh, this article here. Before telling investigators that her son was hiding in the woods to avoid returning to prison. Okay, so she... So she did help the police say, you know, my baby boy, my baby Myers, who's a little satanic, and here's voices, is hiding in those is hiding in those woods behind the house. I don't know, I'm not sure where I'm just guessing. I'm very curious how the mom knows, or how the mom knows that Hobson had told her that Hobson wanted to die, wanted to be sacrificed to Satan by Myers' hand. Hmm. Is that cooked up fabrication to try to protect her own son? Or do you think that's true? Imagine if it is. If that's true, if Hobson did tell Meyer's mom that she wanted to be sacrificed to Satan... And supposedly Hobson told Myers they want to be sacrificed to Satan. Couldn't they have done it in any other way other than blunt force trauma to the head, to the side of the head? I'm. I'm very curious about that. I'm still very curious about. This, this supposed ritual that they performed. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. Investigators at the scene reportedly found Hobson's body in a bedroom. And it had been rolled up into the middle of a carpet. Deputies reportedly said that the room smelled of paint and the walls appeared to have been recently painted. Multiple cans of paint were found inside the room, as well as several Dollar General bags filled with an assortment of cleaning supplies. Were they... Like... Using those supplies? Hmm. Let's see, maybe they're... Maybe they're let me try to tamper, that, tamper with uh, the crime scene. A tool that indicates the presence of blood splatter even after it has been wiped away with the household cleaning supplies reportedly showed large amounts of blood in the bedroom walls, on the bedroom walls, and spotting on the bedroom dresser. 
The walls also appeared to be covered in white marks that police reportedly said indicated someone had attempted to clean the walls. And that's where you get Price and Teresa there. A search of Meyer's vehicle reportedly turned up a shovel, several plastic bags, a gallon of gasoline, a hammer, a large rock stuffed in a trash bag that smelled of gasoline, Investigators reportedly said that a portion of the large rock appeared to be a match for the head wound Hobson sustained. Price and Levere are both being held on a bond. Myers is being held at Shelby County Jail on 1.25 million bond. Well, here we have this part. Most modern Satanists do not espouse violence or, or even worship of Satan. Founded in 1960s, the Church of Satan says that Satan is a symbol of pride, liberty, and individualism, and it serves as an external metaphorical projection. We do not believe in Satan as a being or a person. It is unclear if Myers was a adherent of the organized Church of Satan or not. Regardless of that, after finishing the article here, just finishing it off, regardless of all that, what do you think of this? It is pretty barbaric, to say the least. Not as barbaric as the decapitation of a six-year-old and a dog because of hearing the devil voices and feeling, fearing that the devil was trying to attack you, but... In this story, we have someone, Hobson, who was not just murdered, but butchered in the name of Satan in a to perform some sort of satanic ritual. You know, that is. That's just no good. That's just no good. It's clearly very barbaric. Uh, you know, uh, do people do those sorts of acts in the name of anything else, in the name of any other uh, uh, figures, any other re religious figures? I mean, sure, there's people who kill in the name of God. There's, I could think of Andrea Yates who, who drowned her kids to protect them. But that was to... There was Satan involved in that, in that story. She feared for her kids. She felt like she had to do it. It's so... It's so weird. As certain people, they... You know, there's a lot of religious people. There's a lot of people who believe in a higher power, believe in God, but... To... To assign responsibility to that higher power for doing these... Grizzly acts of just murder and butchering. Claiming that you're the voice. And that you were told to do so. It almost seems, seems like unfathomable, but it happens. It's something that's been reported since... Uh, I mean, as, as reported as long ago as religion. So, hmm, 
But we're just getting started. We have a few more stories here. We have a few more stories. And we have that story about the uh, an elementary school getting a little satanic club. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're not done here yet. If you like this sort of thing, press the like button, share, subscribe, all that. If you're listening to this on the podcast feed, if it's iTunes, you know, press, you know, give us a review or something, you know, leave a comment. That's nice, too. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, to do the next story here, let's go ahead and. This one is very, very interesting. Whereas the one before had butchering and a satanic ritual, this one has someone who killed in the name of God, who killed because his God told him to, and his God is Satan. Remember, I'm not making any of these stories up. These stories Based in reality. They're a fact. They're coming from from reports. Okay. So the article goes like this. A Fox Chapel man, and it's from uh, Live Patriot News. Okay. Is what it is. A Fox Chapel man who said he was compelled by Satan to shoot and kill two men it wanted to become a serial killer was sentenced Friday to two terms of life in prison without parole. The sentences are to run concurrently. Adam Rosenberg, 23, was sentenced as part of a plea deal in which he pleaded guilty but mentally ill to two counts of first-degree murder in, in the killing of Christian Moore, Rouse, and Jeremy Dental. Hmm. Time to take a little cigar break. Rosenberg had reportedly been diagnosed with schizophrenia and psychotic disorder. Well, you don't say. Or Rouse was 22 and had reportedly been a friend of Rosenberg's. But on December 21st, 2019, prosecutors said Rosenberg shot Moore Rouse in the back of his head and then hit his body just off the road near the end of his driveway. The body was recovered on March 3rd, 2020. So think about this. That body, that body that uh, Rosenberg buried wasn't even buried. It was placed at the, what, uh, place near his driveway, just off the road near the end of his driveway. Okay, so near the ditch? What a friend. If I was killed by a friend, I would at least want to be buried. You know, give me a proper barrier, a burial at least. You know, try to do better to hide the evidence. Come on now. He goes on to say, he reportedly contacted Dental through a dating app before shooting and killing him on February 15th, 2020. So, he's into dudes. 
All right. He wants that bro and bro action. Dr. Sarah West, a forensic psychiatrist, told the court that the only reason Rosenberg did not become a serial killer was because he got caught. Well, because he was really, really lazy. Or, you know, some serial killers, especially you know, especially the famous ones, they just had the, the luck of just crappy police work. Police just not even interested at all, not even doing their job remotely, right? As uh, Sarah West revealed some disturbing insight into what she believed may have driven Rosenberg to kill, telling the court that he believed it was what God expected him to do. Now, you might be thinking, Mr. Deadman, he did it in the name of God, not in the name of Satan. Well, let us continue. She reportedly said that Rosenberg had urges to kill and that the more he killed, the closer he felt to his God. I guess the better hugs he gets from his God. He defined his God as Satan. And said, West told, uh, uh, okay, it says, Tribe Live said, West told the court, okay. She said he was able to resist killing three times, but killed Dental to make up for, uh, make up to his God for not killing on one of those occasions. Moore Rouse's mother, T. Lee Rouse, reportedly objected to the plea deal because it does not call for the sentences to be served consecutively. Okay. So, the, the, the important thing there is we have this guy, Adam Rosenberg was killing in the name of Satan. Killing because his God told him to do so. And not just any God. It was Satan. Alright. Very, very interesting. No, the question I asked before this is, you know, how this happens in a way that I was leading to, right? You know, people want to... There's a lot of people who are religious that don't do this sort of thing. But if you combine... A religion with mental illness is that uh, does that create a weird recipe? Does what is that? And not just any mental illness, because m being mentally ill doesn't mean you're necessarily a uh, a safety risk. Or right? just many people who are mentally ill that are just fine and they function fine. But then there's some that have because not all mental illnesses are the same, are they? No, no, they're not. There's some that are just depression. There's some that are very intense depression. Uh, then there's some that are OCD. There's you know, even ADHD, you know. Then you have your schizophrenia. You have you have some more. You could have violent episodes that really they really characterize that person. They really make it a dangerous thing to be around that person. Mm, and if you combine religious elements to that, and if they're already hearing voices in their head and they start assigning that to God or a Satan here, then it's like 
How can they deny that voice? If they believe Satan is telling them to butcher the cat or to just take puppies and put it in a, a lawnmower, how are they going to deny that? They, they, If they believe that they're hearing that voice, then they're going to bow down the puppies, kill the cat, and do whatever else in the name of Satan. Now, there's some people who do this. There's some people who do these things, who murder. But it's not really clear if it's in the name of Satan or if it's led by Satan. And that's our next story. Now, this story you might be familiar with because it's very recent. You might remember the shooting at a Walmart. By the time you hear this, there might have already been another shooting at another Walmart. <clears throat> Shootings happen so often here in America that it's almost like a pastime uh, activity. You probably don't like that comment. You probably think it's uh, crass, very crass. But, you know, it is It is reality, isn't it? Am I speaking a lie? I mean, how many more shootings are there going to be? So, in this article, Walmart shooter wrote he was led by Satan before killing six at Virginia's store. Led by Satan. Satan led him to do this. How? What's going on with that? Uh, was it working at Walmart? That might be your first mistake. You know, that that might be what it is actually. Uh, maybe he felt. Maybe actually, he felt that he was actually doing this in the name of God. And well, no. Let's just read the article. Led by Satan. Hmm. The man accused of gunning down six co-workers inside a Walmart break room in Virginia wrote a note claiming he'd be he'd been led by Satan and complaining about his fellow employees and his troubles at work. The note released by authorities on Friday was discovered on the phone of Andre Bing, a 31-year-old accused of opening fire inside Chesapeake, Virginia, Walmart, where he worked as an overnight team leader. A pre-shift meeting was underway on Tuesday when Bing, armed with a pistol and several magazines, started shooting at his fellow employees. You know, he is a team lead. Couldn't he just fire them in another way? Couldn't he just suggest that they get fired by writing them up? He didn't actually have to... F did, did he know what firing means? I know. That is sad. But, once again, if you think these comments are, I don't know, in poor taste, the act itself is in poor taste. You know? It goes on to say, Sorry, everyone. But I did not plan this. I promised things just fell in place like I was led by the Satan. 
Not just Satan, but by the Satan, the note read, according to police. Bing killed six people and wounded four others before turning the firearm on himself. Police said he died from self-inflicted gunshot wounds, as most of these cowards end up doing. Prior to the massacre, Bing pinned a short missive on a missive on his phone, detailing how he was allegedly harassed and mocked by associates at the store. Bing also believed that his phone had been hacked. The screen also included a list of names he felt had either betrayed him or been antagonizing him. Police redacted their names before its release. The gunman went on to recall how one employee gave him evil, twisted grins and looked me in the eyes, terrified by a demonic aura. Being also believed some of the people he worked with had been trying to get rid of me since day one. Well, let's back up. So, Bing, Andre Bing, our murderer here, said he did this because of Satan, was led by the Satan. But he also said he did this because someone gave him evil, twisted grin, uh, grins? Evil, twisted grins. And gave him a look that terrified him with a demonic aura? What I said before. Did, does Andre, did Andre Bing think he was working for the devil? Killing these people in the name of Satan? Or was he thinking that he was doing God's work and taking care of other demons and devils? Either way, it's sick and twisted. You know, I'm just ex trying to explore this, trying to figure it out. Or it could be that he did this and because led by Satan, and maybe it's um, him taking out lesser demons. I don't know. And I don't really care to show this guy any respect, or actually any of these people that we talked about today any respect, because they don't deserve respect. And respect is earned. All right. It goes on to say, this article reads on, he closed out, Andre Bing closed out by claiming he was a loving person and saying that he had wanted, all that he had wanted was to find a wife, but that he didn't deserve anyone. Oh, he was looking for love. He was looking for love. He was a team lead. He hit on uh, a lower employee try to use his you know his, his I guess his position okay to he tried to use his position and the power that it gives him another little power is being a team lead over other employees it was like you know trying to make his moves but he was rejected and that's what happened probably not probably not now I'm just joking around but getting back into this, it goes on to say, My true intent was never to murder anyone, believe it or not. I was actually one of the most loving people in the world. If you would get to know me, being, being wrote, I just wanted a wife that was equally yoked as I and obsessed over the thought. However, I didn't deserve a wife. 
Was this man an incel? Was this man an incel? That is a, another big issue we have here. Not is it not only is it, you know, people who kill in the name of Satan uh, for various reasons. Maybe they actually believe in Satan. Maybe they are hearing voices that they believe are from Satan. Maybe they're, you know, delusional. You know. But then you have people that are incels and they kill because they feel like they haven't received what is owed to them. We could explore that. Sure. Maybe. Hmm. No. No, not on this channel. Would not be appropriate. Uh, we could probably explore that in somewhere else. But here, no. I think our next episode of the Dead Man Horror Show, we will dive deep into... <sighs> cryptids... Maybe shadow people, because I received a lot of comments from a short I put out there about shadow people, and maybe I'm really wrong about them. Last but not least, though, is our little story about our little Satan club at our little elementary school. Plans for after school Satan club make parents nervous. I bet it does. And it's happening at the same place. Chesapeake, Virginia. The announcement of an after-school Satan club. An after-school Satan club at a primary school in Virginia has caused concern among local parents. Well, color me surprised. A flyer circulated on social media which announced the club and its planned launch at B.M. Williams Primary School in Chesapeake on December 15th. It says, We're not, we are non-theistic, said local club volunteer, Rose Bastet. He goes on to say, I understand that the apprehension behind the satanic name, but he's just an imaginary figure. That we look to because he is eternal, the eternal rubble, rubble, okay, that fought for justice and humanity. Justice and humanity. Is that, is that the devil's tell? Is that the devil's tell? Hmm. The person who was initially going to sponsor the club withdrew her application saying she did not want any more division in the city after the shooting at a nearby Walmart. With that shooting, now was supposedly in the name of Satan. And here you have this little Satan club popping up in an elementary school. You'd be like, whoa, pump the brakes there. Okay, pump the brakes. Maybe, maybe not a good idea. All right, maybe we should have little satanic hug circles at a school. Or should we? Oh, we're going to get into that. Now, uh, several local residents, however, offered to sponsor the club after the original sponsor withdrew her name. 
Bassett said, according to the... Okay, of course, of course. And that makes sense. It makes sense that that would happen. I could see some people being like, oh, but we got to do it anyway. I can see it. Organizers of the After School Satan Club say that this all started when an email promoting the uh, Evangelical Good News Club came to parents at B.M. Williams Principal. Okay, at the elementary school. Okay, so let me get this straight. This elementary school, this primary school, had already had a uh, evan- evangelical good news club, a Jesus club. Well, if you're going to have a Jesus club, don't be surprised if people start asking for a Satan club. Now, here's the thing. Are you pro or against having a little Satan club? in a school regardless of how you answer that the legal fact is what is the grounds the school could use to deny that club from existing I'm not a lawyer but if they're going to use the grounds of religion they can't use the grounds of religion they can't (laughs) they can't do that at all all right I mean, they could have had a policy of maybe no religious groups here, but, you know, they already kind of allowed a Jesus club there. So maybe maybe no religious clubs? Maybe that would be the answer? But then again, you have the problem of a school, essentially the government, preventing a club, club based on, uh, you know, religion. That's not gonna fly. What, what would be what would be the legal grounds? I I cannot think of the legal grounds. You may object to it. You might think there's a problem with it. And you know, probably after looking over the satanic tenets that they go over, yeah, yeah, it looks like it could be it could pose an issue. Could create more docile kind of like obey the system uh sheep of of of, of kids okay it, are, if you're curious about the tenants we can go over that here it's included in this article what does the satanic temple believe the satanic temple says it has seven fundamental tenants Number one, thou shall not kill. No, no, no. They don't have that. Theirs is worded, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy, okay, toward all creatures in accordance with reason. That's a lot of words. It's much more simple if you just say don't kill. But wait, you have a lot of words there to create wiggle room. You know, thou shall not kill is very direct. Very direct. It's hard to argue against it because, yeah, don't kill. But here, starting from the first tenant, you have this long sentence that essentially means there are times where you may have to kill. There are times where you may have to act without compassion, without empathy. As it says, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. 
What? Whose reason? Your reason? Whose reason? As to the second tenet, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Oh, so this is making little little activists here. Little activists are call, constantly calling on action uh, against the institutions for various reasons. It's like, okay, okay. Um, you know, if you look at other places is that really always necessary uh a struggle for justice is an ongoing necessary pursuit it's kind of interesting to see people let's say in the west let's say in america uh want to call for action for certain things claiming that they're being um oppressed if you will when they're wearing clothing that is literally made by slaves in China um, that is uh, literally promoted by the corporations that they support by wearing the products, using the products, uh, com companies that are uh, also promoted by athletes that are, you know, that are endorsed by it. And a whole, you know, it's like it's a mockery. It's a mockery of activism. But that's that's what the second tenet is encouraging more of that. Um, just entitlement, uh, I think, there. Don't get me wrong. Uh, fighting for actual justice is one thing, but claiming to fight for justice while not understanding how good you have it is kind of, kind of messed up, Real, really messed up. Um, it's like crybabies. Number three, one's body is in, in inviolable. Okay. All right. Subject to one's own will alone. So my body, my choice. Okay. I wonder how they feel about vaccines. I wonder how the satanic temple feels about vaccines. Number four, the freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. Now, you might think that means, okay, you can offend people. After it says the freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom of offend. Respect my freedom to offend you, teacher. You want me to do your homework? Want me to do that homework? Screw you. Not doing it. No, actually. It goes on and it counters itself with this to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Wait, what? So if you willfully and unjustly, so I guess there's a just way you can do it. If you willfully and do it with justice behind you, uh, but okay, let's go here. If you willfully and unjustly intrude upon the freedom of another, freedoms, plural, is to forego to deny your own freedoms okay to omit your own freedoms of that okay so so let me get this straight you should respect others but if you disrespect others by 
offending them, then it's open season on YouTube. Is that what I'm getting? You know, I've read the Satanic Bible a long time ago when I was in high school. I wanted to be like super edge lord and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, the LaVey Satanic Bible. I don't remember it sounding this wordy and this lame, actually. I remember it sounding a little bit more impactful. Like, like if someone, if someone like tries to hurt you, destroy them. Okay. I did. That's based on memory. I, I maybe we could look back on that. We're just going over, going over the tenets here of the Satanic Temple. Just kind of curious, and this all kind of comes together with the, with the stories, the news stories we went over. There's several other tenets. It kind of goes on. Uh, number five talks about uh, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. Uh, one should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's belief. Uh, okay. Well, if if number five is going to say that we're all like little scientists walking around, um, then what? Because it says beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. Well, that's very subjective, isn't it? My scientific understanding of the world is going to be different from yours. It'll be different from a doctor. And even doctors disagree. And one should never take care. Uh, one one should take care never to distort scientific facts. Oh, wow. Sometimes we find out that scientific facts are actually scientific opinions and scientific, uh, purposely misleading things. Uh, we call them white lies. White lies to serve a purpose. Hmm. Anyway, there's several tenets there. I just want to go over that here. It doesn't paint for good people, you know. And my concern about a satanic group at a primary school, now regardless of what I say, regardless of how I feel, regardless of how you feel, it doesn't change the fact that the school just does not have grounds to prevent it from happening. Now, if it were up to me, I would say, look, how about we just say no religious groups at school? If you want to do your religious group outside of school, whatever, but you can't promote it on school grounds. But even then, you'd be sued, and you would lose. All right. Now, with that said, let's surmise what we did here today. We talked about killers that killed in the name of Satan. We talked about a mom that threw her own son under the bus, flat out admitting that her son most likely killed his friend because he's a little devil worshiper. And he's been worshiping the devil for a while. He's been drawing devil pictures, killing the family's pets. And um, 
You know, he's been to Bin Tob, a psych psychiatric hospital, and he most likely killed his his friend. Then we covered a mom that decapitated her six year old son, her six year old son and dog in the name of Satan. Because she heard Satan's voice in her head, supposedly. Then we have Ethan Kyle Myers. Ethan Kyle Myers, that name. Mm, that is a sinister name there. That is a killer name. Who killed Sarah Hobson with, or allegedly killed Sarah Hobson. Blunt force trauma to the head with a rock. Dismembered her fingers in her ears, put them in a little Ziploc bag. Probably not Ziploc, probably a discount brand, like not H-E-B, but like a cheap, whatever cheap brand Dollar General has, okay? And then put it between her legs. I don't know why. I don't know what that's supposed to do. Supposedly it was for some sort of satanic ritual. Then we have a man in Pennsylvania who flat out wanted to become a serial killer in the name of God. And in his God there, he was served with Satan. Then we had Andre Bing, our Walmart team lead, who has an interesting way of firing people, who claimed he did that because he had to kill them because he was led by Satan. He's uh, Constantine, if you think about it, honestly. I don't know how you get anything else but Constantine from that story. Just he just we just don't understand what's going on there. And then in that same in that same city, the same city where the Walmart shooting took place, where the shooter did it because of Satan, supposedly, you have this little uh this little satanic after school group popping up. So very very interesting stuff. Next episode, we may cover shadow people. It's probably going to be more cryptids. We'll also have fun with that stuff. It's been nice talking to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. With that said, I'll take it easy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.